what, Sarah? What are you doing? Stretching. You look like a synchronized swimmer who's not in the water. Don't hit me in the. Don't do it. <laughs> oh God, that hurt. Oh, pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> hey there, internet, and welcome back to Science Shots, the podcast where we get drunk and learn about science. Science, 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 science. We paid for that effect. <laughs> I'm Libby. And I'm Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> We're not even talking about echoes this week. And cheers! Nice clean. Oh, this week's episode is, what do we want to title it? Stirbirds. They can totally hear you nodding right now. Yes. <laughs> This week's episode is about birthmarks. What are they? Where do they come from? Why are they on people's asses? The important question. Where did we come up with this topic? Why did you decide this should be a topic? I think we decided it when we were in the car on the way to Minneapolis, <clears throat> but I don't remember why. Were we talking about your baby's birthmark? His white birthmark? Yeah, which coincidentally I didn't find anything about when I was doing so my research. So he's just oh like a freak? He's broken. Okay, so what you wanna know? <laughs> what makes birthmarks birthmarks? Well, why are they called strawberries? Only some of them are called strawberries. Is it only the ones that are shaped like strawberries? So, no, they're the ones that that are like red and look like strawberries. That's not nearly as fun colors. as if they were all shaped like strawberries. So I have a birthmark. I have a birthmark. I have, actually, I have. I think at least two. I think I have two too. The one is very small, but the other one is the quite large on, leg, yeah. on my leg. And honestly, I forget I have it a lot of the time. I have one under my hair somewhere, yes. Mom said, and I think I have one on my ass. Yeah, you really can't see the one under your hair anymore, but when you were a baby and you had really blonde hair, it was much more obvious. Is it big? Um, not, it's not super big. Not no, like but, as big as Yeah, not like mine, but. When um, we were kids, I had fantasies but I think about it's taking darker. a pen and outlining your, your birthmark. Well, it's like kind While of like an upside down heart almost. I know you've Miss pointed Shapen, it out to me multiple times in your life. It kind of looks like an anatomical heart more than a heart drawing, but God damn, it's like it knew who you were um, going to be. So we don't really know why some people had end up with birth birthmarks and other people don't. Um, Do you want to hear my theory? Sure. Okay, not my theory. I'm pretty sure I read this on the internet, <laughs> and it's not a real theory. It's like a fantastical theory that like. What's that shit called when you die and then are born and are what? reborn? <laughs> that that that's the thingy. Um, <clears throat> that a birthmark is like the cause of your death in your previous life. So I got stabbed, stabbed in the in knee the, above the knee. It was me. I did it. Interesting. I was an Egyptian god. Oh. And I hated you. You know you, you forgot trying... to explain our drink, right? You waited ten minutes to tell me that. I just realized it. This week's drink. <laughs> Do we have to start all over? No. I'm not redoing that. This week's drink. Curtis, what do you want to name it? Strawberry Fields Forever. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, we we were very boring when it came to drinks this week. Yeah. So. That, yeah. So because there's a kind of birthmark called strawberry... Our whole premise behind this drink was, it's going to taste like strawberry. And that's it. Okay, so it's got some vodka, it's got some strawberry lemonade, and then it's got some mint in there. Organic strawberry lemonade. Organic strawberry lemonade. Because it was on sale for really cheap at the local pick and save. Some people might not know what a pick and save is. It's owned by Kroger. 
Most people know what Kroger is. Do they? Yes. I wouldn't know what Kroger is, except that they own Pick and Save. But anyway, uh, what's it taste like? Strawberry lemonade with vodka. And And mint. mint. (laughs) So descriptive. I I actually... like this week's yeah, drink. Yeah, this is good, actually. Unlike some of the You winners. know, it would have been better if it had mint from my garden in it, but oh it's been god, downpouring. Oh my god, let it go! And you wouldn't go get it for I me. told you I would go get it! <laughs> I just also told you I might come back with chives. No, the chives are hidden under some weeds. I don't know what mint looks like. Not chives. Chives look Inks. like chives. Inks. You know what chives look like, though. I know what your face looks like. Okay. So, birthmarks. Birthmarks are categorized by kind of, like, what they look like. And um, I think the most common is probably what's called a cafe au lait spot, which is what mine would be classified as because it's a a light brown or um, coffee with milk color. Um, Oh, dear. um, And usually they're fairly oval in shape. (sighs) (sighs) My notes went away. Cafe au lait! What makes them cafe au lait? The color. Because they're, they're coffee, brownish. Coffee with milk color. Cafe au lait. I like my milk with a little bit of coffee. So, um, usually they are there when a baby is born. Sometimes they occur shortly after birth. <laughs> um, after birth. <laughs> they don't tend to fade. And usually people, if they have them, they only have one or two. If you have more than four cafe au lait spots, you You're may broken. have a genetic disorder called neurofibromatosis where um the nerve tissue grows tumors neurofibromas that could be harmless or could not be harmless and could cause some damage um to those are the two options right i know that's really descriptive really helpful um another type of birthmark is a congenital med please cut that no. You don't listen to I do. Congenital melanocytic nevus. Ooh. And this, yeah, it's oh, kind of like, a bug. like it's, no, it's kind of like a mole, a dark Looks brown like a mole. Bug. That's what a nevus is. Is a bug? A mole. Um, not the animal. I knew it. I knew you were going to go um, there. This, these are, these only Chris, affect you- 1% of American babies. What um, percent of other babies? Can occur in any part of the baby body, in any it can occur on any part of the body and in about 15% of cases they're um the head they're on the head or neck in fair-skinned individuals me I'm Sarah's gesturing at, at me she's in case you didn't know I'm not translucent she's a ghost uh oh my notes went away again Pat by sucks. notes do you mean like the internet site that you're using because <laughs> you using didn't more do than notes one this but yes doesn't like me tablet with a fruit on it is not behaving they're not gonna sue us we don't, don't get enough listeners <laughs> yes our four listeners i think two of whom i work with and one of whom is my best friend and one is some rando oh wait no, no she stopped following <laughs> we're okay. so good at podcasts so in in light skinned individuals like Libby here, it's usually a light brown color, but people with darker skin, t- it tends to be darker, darker brown color. or almost black color. Here's some really descriptive information about them. They can be flat, raised, lumpy, or irregular in shape, which pretty much covers Those are all literally the bases. Everything. They can't be square. Usually 
large brown or black moles, which is what I said um, Anivis so is. Melanocytic is because it has pigment. It's colored. Melanocytes are the pigment um, producing cells. So... No? Okay. Just me. As... Here's also some really cool information. Yo, your definition of cool and my definition of cool are very different. Yeah, no, it's it, that was sarcasm. So, oh, okay, so, so it's not cool. Fun on fact: your... if you have, if you have a congenital melanocytic nevus, and you're born with it, it gets proportionally smaller as you get old, as you get bigger. That seems. No, it's just because your body you're getting bigger and it's and not. It's not. <laughs> So it stays the same yes. size as what you're saying. Yes, it just looks smaller because you're bigger. <laughs> did they put what? Sometimes, did they put this on so, a science website? Really? Um. Yeah. And sometimes, <sighs> sometimes they get hairy when you go through puberty. <laughs> yeah, I had to wait till I was drinking. <laughs> and if if they're bigger, sometimes they have a higher risk of being cancerous. So that does seem to if track. If you have yes. a giant mole. Go get it Go checked. Get it checked. <laughs> Please check yourself for giant moles and take it to a doctor. Okay, um, so then there's also another kind that is fairly common called Mongolian spots. And they're kind of a bluish gray color. Um, like Mongo- and usually seen in um, darker skinned individuals. They kind of look like a bruise, and they're usually on your butt or a lower back, your bass. <laughs> that took me a minute to put bass together (laughs) but um and a lot of times they fade they fade away by the time you're four or five well that was stupid don't do that so i'm not all right so then we also have hemangiomas which are um our namesake strawberry mark strawberry they are um they're they're usually pretty bright red and they're uh raised bump usually they start out pretty small and actually flat and sometimes they grow and sometimes they don't which is you know really descriptive again we really don't know much about birthmarks fyi in case you i'm catching on yeah yeah so a lot of times they'll grow if if they're gonna grow they grow pretty quickly at at first and then it kind of slows down and and then they do tend to fade sometimes plateaus in other words and if they're bigger sometimes the skin kind of gets stretched out and bumpy looking as they fade away so you'll have kind of almost like a scar like or like a scar like area from it why are they called Um, no that's the strawberry marks oh but i don't think oh the one before that the bruised ones so then you can also have what's called a stork bite or a salmon patch, which I've never heard of it referred to as. I saw that when um, I googled it, though. And they're called they're caused by um, capillaries dilating. What's that mean? Getting bigger. Um. Yeah. They they expand. Yep. So they're like slightly red. I only red. know that because Dad so they had to get his look... eyes dilated the other day, <laughs> and he, he was like a drunk. First. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so shit, Sherlock. Libby, how, this is why Libby knows what the word dilation means. I, fun fact: I've never had my eyes dilated though. What you should know what dilation means because I had a baby. Oh yeah, you dilated because it gets bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so so these kind of look like almost like burns. They're just kind of like light pink spots. I wonder if that's what I had. Um, I think that is, but yours was a little darker. Yours was kind of a, I guess it was like a flat strawberry mark. I don't, th- it, it wasn't really a hemangioma because it didn't, raise. It, it wasn't really raised. I've got a raised spot on my head right yeah, here. Yeah, but I mean it wasn't. Feeler. If you find these on the face, they are often 
called angel kisses. Oh, I've heard of that. And a stork bite is when it's on the back of the neck. They usually tend to fade within a couple years, but sometimes they... Less. Well, sometimes you can... They'll come back almost when oh. uh, the kid gets really upset and cries a lot or just gets really oh, upset and they're, you know... that's so weird. Stork marks tend to stay, but they're usually covered by hair, so... Those bitch-ass storks. Yeah, so babies. that's probably technically what you had. And yeah. interestingly, the scientific name for this is a telangiactic... Wait. Telangiactic... Nevis. I can't say this word. Telangiactic. No, there's an extra T. Tactic. Tatic. Tatic. Telen- oh my god. Telangiactic. What gave Nevis. me the hiccups? Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this word in my current predicament. What? Drunkenness? <laughs> is that what you're going for? Okay. Another common type of birthmark is called a port wine stain, which would be wine colored. It's a red, that one red or purplish um, birthmark, and they're usually on the face, but sometimes they occur elsewhere. And this is caused by abnormal, like, release of blood from blood vessels in the affected area, so, like, almost what causes a bruise, except it's, like, more constant. In the UK, about three out of a thousand newborns has a port wine stain, and they can be very small to about uh three to four centimeters on average in size so they can get darker if you don't do anything to treat them i don't know what you would do to treat them but and about 10 percent of babies born with them might have one in the eyelid area and that might require special monitoring or treatment and actually these types of birthmarks can be uh, associated with brain abnormalities Oh, that's sad. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It should have started with that downer. Of, it's kind of weird that a birthmark is is if, you know affects that. Yeah, but maybe the Are it's you, the other way around. Like the birth, yeah. the brain defect just, causes yeah. the yeah birthmark. Yeah, they're just an association, so it doesn't. It's like chicken or egg, which came first. And finally, we have. Potatoes. hereditary Potatoes silver marks first. which is which are silver streaks of hair which are usually found the right or the left side where your Curtis's your cousin has that and and hairline meat he's got a white patch right here and Stacy London probably from TLC's what not yes. to wear mm-hmm. that's not on anymore but i bet that's God, probably what that is room. and it's it being hereditary a lot of times other family members will also have it really I didn't yes. realize that was caused by a birth defect. I thought it was just well, like... Well, it's not a birth defect. It's just hereditary. No, a birthmark. Birth yeah, marker. I didn't realize you would consider birth it mark. a birthmark. Yeah. So I wonder if the skin underneath the silver hair is different colored. Probably. You think so? We should shave Curtis's cousin's head and see. We don't really know what causes birthmarks. There are actually... There studies? are actually, like, funded studies in... Actually, at the medical college where I used to work that are looking at birthmarks and their causes. Well, minus that one that has... But minus the one that makes yeah. your hair white and the one that signs point towards brain defects. And the nerve damage, though. Right. But they don't have any other Usually they're pretty... Uh, yeah, they're pretty... Physical stuff? Yeah, usually they're pretty um, harmless. And, I mean, it, it's a hyperpigmentation... Does it hurt? No. Poking your It's a hyperpigmentation, so you have extra, basically, the extra melanin in those areas that causes you to have extra color so you know you know those people interestingly when i get tan 
My birthmark does not get tanner. It stays white? No, it just stays its same color. I mean, I would... Well, yeah, but it stays its original... I would have to be in the sun, like, constantly to get so, that So, like, tan, if you're really tan, do you get tanner than your birthmark? Mm-mm. You never get that. I don't know. Oh how dark my god, your I would never is. get that tan. I don't know how dark it is. No, that would because be Because tan for me is like pasta colored. No. You might get that tan. I'd have to be in the sun like all the time. A hundred But then I wonder the if time. you got that tan if you would get darker than your birthmark. I don't know. That's Let's test it out and see. Let's just put your one leg in a tanning booth up to the knee. <laughs> oh, just stand there. <laughs> Anybody have any other questions about birthmarks? Mm-hmm. I do, actually. Fun fact. Okay. Wait, fun fact or question? I mean, question, but I like to say fun fact. Why you gotta bring me down? Huh? You wanna fight? I just was asking. <gasps> New podcast. We wrestle. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep going. What was your fun fact you question? Never like my ideas. Um... Oh, yeah. So, you know those people who have that disease where... Their skin is vitiligo. Yes, I never remember what it's called because I can't pronounce it. Like but Michael is Jackson. that yeah, where they've got both dark and light skin where patches? They have the light patches. Yeah, is that technically a birthmark, or does that um, qualify as something else? I think it's like a reverse birthmark. Birthmark. So because the mean, white, the light patches are the patches that are. They, they, the so defect. it's like the opposite where your melanocytes don't work instead of overproducing. So they like die and become useless. So you like, they don't make oh, any because pigment. So birthmarks are caused by having too much in certain spots. Usually, yeah. And that would be caused by having not enough in some spots. Right. There's less pigment, pigment. Because there was a girl on America's Next Time Model who had vent. Vitiligo. Vitiligo. She's beautiful too, but yeah, I mean, well, that's Michael Jackson had. I didn't know he had splotches. Well, he that's he got his skin lightened. Is that why? Cover it up. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I didn't know that. So, one major difference between a birthmark and vitiligo is that usually a birthmark is at birth. Oh, and vitiligo and vitiligo can develop at any time, which is interesting. It's weird, though. Um, and we don't really know what causes most types, most types of birthmark. Um, I don't like that you don't but know, But vitiligo, we know it's because melanocytes die. And vitiligo actually requires treatment most of the time, but birthmarks, you know, obviously generally don't. Mm-hmm. Vitiligo tends to occur in areas of... Um, higher sun exposure. So, yeah, those are some major differences. Hmm. Curtis, do you have any other questions? Sometimes, interestingly, corticosteroids can um, can uh, reduce the appearance of Which birth ones marks. are corticosteroids? Those I aren't the good steroids? No, they, I mean, you, you, you get them for... Those aren't the ones that jack you up? Mm, oh, that's what you meant by good ones? Yeah, roids, man, roids. And no, the juice. those are anabolic steroids. I want to be... They're not the same. What do the kids say these days? Swell. I what? think that's what the kids say. You're swole. Is that not it? Not swell. <laughs> swell is well, like... you look like you're swelling. What, swell is like what grandma and grandpa would have said in the 50s. I still say swell. Corticosteroids include things like hydrocortisone, which you would take because you're, you would put on your skin if you're itchy. Like, so they're just like... Yeah, I'm always itchy, so... That's helpful. Well, I'm just... You know what? 
And cortisone. Don't so you get cortisone me. shots, like, when your joints hurt? I had to get a cortisone shot in my butt. Yeah. Well, my upper back. Okay, why? My bass. <laughs> when my when I had those back issues that they never figured out was wrong with me. So they, um, like, glucocorticoids are usually what you would get, and they those are for, like, they, they make inflammation go down, which is what you would get, like, if your joints, if, you're if you have joint pain. If you're swole. Yeah, I don't think that's what swole means. <laughs> but, like, I also take, like, I also take prednisone sometimes when I get sick because of my asthma. So, um, it's, it, it's a corticosteroid <laughs> that helps with inflammation. We're saving this um, for yes. the next one. Yes, we are. Um, any other? Swole. Oh. <laughs> When used as a verb, it's U.S. dialect form of swollen or swelled. In between, he done swole up like a bunch of fire ants. <laughs> That's the sentence given. <laughs> is this an urban dictionary a, definition? This is from, it doesn't say where it's from. It just says dictionary <laughs> at the top. <laughs> oh, we have an anecdote. Like if someone's like, um, swole up. <laughs> Like, been lifting weights. Like yeah. Well, as an swollen. adjective, it's U.S. I'm like, infected and swollen <laughs> or something. Well, that's the adjective. I didn't think that's what it meant. Good God. Apparently in the South, you can say he, swole, he done swole up. <laughs> I can't help but say it with a Southern accent. But as an adjective, it's an informal use, and it's especially of a man. It says in parentheses, extremely muscular. Yeah. <laughs> Sample sentence. If you're swole, you'll look good in anything. <laughs> That's not babe, true. Babe, go get swole. Okay? Go get swole, Curtis. Done, go get swole. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Curtis wanted a bigger straw hat for when he mows the lawn. So mows lawn. And mows lawn. That. So his favorite pastime. His description to me of this hat was that he wanted it sombrero like but not a real but sombrero not a real this hat is probably a foot in either direction it looks like just a giant cowboy hat and it's the wrong color <laughs> so they paid him 15 dollars to keep it instead of exchanging it for the one he actually wanted well it probably would have cost them more in shipping to have him send it back and send it back out. and Well, then maybe they should have sent the right hat in the first place. They paid him $15 to keep this lawn mowing hat. It's yes, so it's big. glorious. It's not. It, he's been wearing it all it's night. It's bigger than my baby. It is bigger than your baby. Do you have any other questions? Why did you yell that because at I've me asked so it like vigorous? Six times. And then I asked you questions. She's okay. looking at me with devil eyes. Okay, then. I don't think I have any questions. Do you have any more information for me? No, if you if if other people have questions, they can ask. We've all got, of our listeners. We've got Twitter. We've got the Twitter. You can do the tweeting at yeah, us. Yeah, you can. I was swole. <laughs> it's so brought to you by mm. anabolic steroids. <laughs> so if you have this any, this episode's gonna be titled "Swole Strawberries." <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, so. So if you have any. Uh, topic suggestions. If you have any topic suggestions, additional questions, drink suggestions. Just want to email us and tell us we're idiots. And tell us how much this podcast sucks. It does. We love it. Ryan, I know you're out there. (laughs) 
<laughs> the only person I know that listens to this. Shout out! <laughs> you can come, for being our only listener who likes us, you can come record an episode with us yeah, if you want. the next time you're in town, yeah. probably around the holidays. We'll even let you pick your topic. And shout out, he splits up his nanners. You learn something and new. And has an everyday cookie jar, so... I have an everyday cookie jar, and by everyday cookie jar, I mean I keep my dog's treats in it, but it's okay because they're hot dogs and hamburgers. In your llama? No, it's in my hippo. She's got a hippo because she's... A hippo? Wikipotamus. She's shaped like a hippo? (gasps) She is not shaped like a hippo! Her head isn't that round! Yeah, but her body's fat and her (gasps) legs are tiny. Oh my god, you're an asshole! She has candy bar legs, as mom would say. She does not. Sure she does. She jumps up to greet you every time you come over on Christmas. Okay, so um, find us wherever you get your podcasts. Tweet at... Twitter at us. At Science Shots Pod. And Gmail is... The emails. Gmail is ScienceShotsPod at gmail.com. God, we're getting good at this. Sure. So that's it. Y'all come back now, you hear? Have fun. Prost. Prost.